anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me slash Studio. And finally, Yappy Studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you, your family, and even your pets. Check it out at www.7.surf. That's S-E, the number 7, E-N, dot surf. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are feeling blessed today. Thank you for your concern and all the sweet emails I received wondering what happened to Meese. I will tell you about this meeting later once I can, but at the beginning of September, there was a very important meeting concerning a case that I've been working on. And for those of you who are not familiar with this case, you can learn all about it at www.militaryandjusticelawyer.com. That's why I rebrand the episodes on this case, so when I can tell you more about this meeting, everyone should be up to speed. That is also the reason why I added Episode 8 on a Friday, and not my usual Tuesday. I wanted to be sure that there was more time on that episode before the meeting. Then I went ahead and kept it up one more week because of an interesting email that Mr. Lawyer received. It was obviously from someone very close to the case who would have a reason to spread misinformation. I'll let you decide who that could be. You see, Mr. Lawyer's ex-wife and adopted daughter's stories have never remained the same, ever. They keep changing their narratives, which is very common when people are not being truthful. In the beginning, they accused Mr. Lawyer of torturing his daughter, which is why the military investigators went to the home where the ex-wife and daughter claimed he touched her and checked all the bedrooms. The ex-wife claimed that she washed the sheets to explain why they would not find evidence. However, they also examined the mattress and found no evidence there either. Then, when that wasn't working out, the narrative change took form. They claimed that he was taking pics of the daughter. It went from, it only happened once, to, 
She was doing so since she was two. Why two? Because in Louisiana, if you do anything to a child five years and under, you can get the death penalty. However, when the ex-wife was claiming it happened at two, her excuse for staying with Mr. Loya was this. She claimed that when she told the pediatrician that she suspected her husband of improper conduct, the pediatrician told her that if she makes that claim, she better be sure or Mr. Loya could take her children away from her. What children could he take from her? Her first child had already been adopted out of Louisiana when that daughter was just 18 months old. Her son had finally been allowed to have contact with his dad. And that's another story for another day. And so that only left the daughter who was adopted by Mr. Loya, but he would not be able to take the daughter if he was being accused of anything. Plus, a doctor cannot give legal advice and has to report any claims of abuse, especially of a child. The doctor had not even examined the daughter after the ex-wife told him that. Now, doesn't that seem odd to you? Once the ex-wife realized her story wasn't making sense, she then changed the accusations to more than one time. Now her story is that the daughter was five. My question is, what proof do you have that she was five? If you are her mother and you are now claiming she was five years old, where were you as a mother to allow this? When asked this question, she told several people, including myself, that Mr. Loya told her to go upstairs and put the other children to bed and stay up there so he and the daughter could have alone time together. Now, in order for her to go put the other children to bed, that would mean more than one child. So Kirsten would have been older than five, for one thing. Then, when asked why she never went downstairs, if she was suspicious of such behavior, she said it was because she had to obey her husband. So you mean to tell me that you obeyed him when you were suspicious of misconduct? But you didn't obey him when it came to allowing the daughter to dress goth and participate in witchcraft? Understand that when the daughter was 11 and 12 years old, she became interested in witchcraft and began dressing goth. Mr. Loya, who was a pastor, a man of God, told the daughter she needed to dress more appropriately, and yet... The ex-wife still allowed her to continue by purchasing those types of clothes and accessories. Could it be that a child would say anything so she could get rid of the parent that is strict? Could it be that an ex-wife would put her own daughter up to it because she was interested in someone else? You can 
find that information on the website I mentioned earlier. So now, Mr. Lawyer received an email that mentions the word molester, which has already been proven to be false. Also states that the daughter was five when it all started, and there were diaries and photographs to prove it. Well, then where were they at? Why weren't those diaries and photos ever given as evidence? That is why I left episode 8 on for an extra week. I also noticed that this person called the daughter his stepdaughter, which is incorrect. Mr. Lawyer adopted the little girl, which makes her his legal daughter. She was never allowed to know her birth father, which is why the ex-wife insisted on Mr. Lawyer adopting her. She wanted all the children to have the same name once they started having children together. You see, when someone writes and mentions things that have already been proven false or weren't mentioned at all, you know it is someone close to the case trying to change the narrative again. We know it wasn't anyone who has looked at the case evidence because there was not any proof of a diary. This is the first time I've even heard of a diary, and I have been involved in this case personally. Would a woman who no longer wants to be married lie under oath to get rid of one man for another? And also, I noticed that this email came from an iPhone. I'll give you one guess on what type of phone his ex-wife uses. Well, I'm sure that's just a coincidence. The ex-wife did try to con a 72-year-old man into leaving his life insurance to her instead of his own daughter. And you can see that letter on the website also. She did leave my home a wreck after she moved out. It was hoping that it would burn down, but you have to listen to episode 9 if you want to hear that incident. She left the townhouse a wreck and sued the landlord for her security deposit, and when the judge allowed her to receive only $200 of the $1,200 security deposit back, well, she laughed and said, at least I was a pain in his rear on social media. She also mailed a package to my house, and when she was notified it was delivered, she called the police to say, I told her I wasn't returning it to her. Not once, but twice she called the police that evening. Once it was proven that she couldn't have spoken to me, she was then warned by the second officer that if another officer is called out to my house that night, she would be arrested. The officer then told her to never step foot on my property again or she would be charged with trespassing. Uh, let's see. Oh, and she saw me in Walmart and stalked me around the store until she realized I wasn't alone and played dumb right there in front of my husband, daughter, and grandson. I could go on with so many things that she has done to me, my children, her own children, and many other people. 
and she's done it all because I testified to the truth once I found out it was all a lie. Not to mention, she has made comments to others about wishing someone would take me off this earth. Amazing, isn't it? So yes, she would definitely use her own child to get what she wants. Every man that she either had a child with, yes, all four men, or the two that she divorced, paid a heavy price. More on that on episode 9 of Military and Justice Lawyers. Sometimes people can be manipulated easier than they realize. Mr. Lawyer's ex-wife once told me that there is not one person that would believe anything negative about her because she is too likable. I laughed back then, but I now think she really believes it, and it has worked for her so far. Sometimes you just have to give it to God and allow Him to handle the things for you. After all, that has worked out for me. I'm still here. I'll choose God's protection every time. If you're interested in more, stay tuned and look for Episode 9 of MilitaryAndJusticeLawyer.com coming soon. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Don't forget, you can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yuppiestudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below, where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless. (music) 